okay, here we are. <laughs> Boy, what, di- what a difference a week can make. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, it's so funny. I was just looking back at the last episode, like, thinking about it. And, Did, I, wait. and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Did you release on Friday? You I, set it up before the events. Oh, everything's set up. We're okay. rolling. And now, it's so funny because last week we were like, I hope we get a couple episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where are we? I've done in a different world. I have totally lost track. Mm-hmm. Where are we? What episode? Post, just post Passover. Okay, so Friday after Passover is over. Mm-hmm. And Sympathy posting. And what? We, that's what we were talking about right. last week and, and pass, how it was Passover. And what episode number are we? 42 right now. This okay. is episode 42. Episode 42. Of the Perimenopause right. so Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm still me. Well, yeah. Now you're Mama P and I am Softa. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, uh, how do we even begin? begin? Right. Last we left you people out there in podcast land. Perry was about to blow. Things were different. <laughs> Perry was about to blow, and now she's blown. A baby, our baby is here. Vienna has arrived. Uh, and I'm not sure what we're going to be able to say at the end that we're looking forward to, because what is there after this? Her whole life. Oh, that's true. That is true. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's start with our insomnias. I mean, I, I'd love to... I, it's... It's really hard not when you don't sleep. Yeah. Well, I think we just need to go through the process you know of what happened fu- this week. Yeah. You know, what's funny uh, insomnia wise is like I wake up in the night now in between having to feed her and uh, I check her baby monitor. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I had this flash like this um, deja vu moment or like this flashback moment. I had a friend who told me that she had one of those. Uh, baby monitors and she used to get really scared at night checking it mm-hmm. because sometimes the baby would be staring right up at the camera <sighs> and it would look like very demonic Ooh, because it's like the horrible. night it's like a oh, night yeah, it has like light the eyes and the eyes are glowy mm-hmm. so she was like telling me all about this so I woke up last night actually to check her baby monitor and she was like staring right up at the camera <laughs> it's like it's a baby it's a demon <laughs> baby <laughs> that's very funny it's so funny because so no, we're not going to talk about insomnia because who's had insomnia in the last four days? Nobody. Nobody. But I've actually just, slept like uh, a rock. <laughs> well, so, okay. You know, Perry obviously had the baby on April 6th. Yeah. After two days of labor. And um, I was lucky enough to participate in the experience and be in the delivery room. And the crazy part about it is literally... The first night, so I never should, we did not know what inducing was mean. And I never should have come on the first night because there was nothing going on. Right. Like we were literally partying. We ordered in dinner. We were watching Housewives. We're talking. We're having a great time. We're like, here we are. This isn't so bad. And the only problem was there was nowhere to sleep. So I'm sitting on a chair, Horrible. not sleeping. And when I woke up in the morning, we didn't realize. Well, no, when I, it's not like I woke up when we were getting started in the morning and they were coming in to give you more stuff. I was like, okay, it won't be so bad. You'll probably have the baby sometime today. And then I'll just go home and sleep it off. And, uh, and then, unbelievably, and then everything had a different plan. <laughs> it went for a whole nother 24 hours 
And that was the real labor right. part. Well, I was going to say, the, the thing here to understand is that I didn't know, and I don't think you knew, and I don't think anybody knew, that getting induced means 16 hours of medication first. Pre, pre-labor. First, just 16 hours of medication that you take to induce your labor. Right. So in the course of this, I've been wanting to, I've been wondering... <laughs> Were you aware no. of that? Okay. Is that because you were like Perry and you just didn't want to know about no, it? No, it's really because I, like, nobody, nobody told me. this to you? No, no, no. You don't understand. I thought like an induction was like they pop your bag and then they're like, okay, labor, <laughs> it's here. So this is why Perry has the calmest baby on earth. She never thinks about I don't worry about happen. anything. <laughs> she really knows how to live in the moment. She really does. See, for me, <laughs> you're cracking up. For me... I was induced with Isabel, but it was different. I was already two centimeters when I went in to be induced. So there was no thinning me out. There was no medication. Right. It was just like right to the Pitocin and we're getting going. And she was born like seven hours later. Right. So that's what, that's kind what of I was what I expecting. Thought, right. That's kind of what I thought was going to be the case. Right. I thought we were going to go in. They're going to hang a bag of Pitocin. You're going to scream and yell for a couple hours and we're going to get on with it. Right. And this was, nope. my God, 30 freaking, I don't know what hours it was hanging like around the hospital. It was like 20, it was like 26 hours like of, oh, act, of labor. Oh, yeah. Active labor. Yeah. So the craziest thing now. Like, just, I don't even count those, those medicine The first hours. 16 hours was nothing. Nothing. So the, the crazy part about this situation is when, so now because we're talking about sleep. So the first night I get no sleep, I'm figuring you'll have the baby and I'll go home to sleep and you don't have the baby until the next morning. So it was two nights, solid nights that I did not sleep for more than like a 20 minute wink. It really changes. It really changes you. It's really terrible. Like I, it's, I've, I've never experienced like totally not sleeping for two days. Like, (laughs) listen, I've been to college. I've not slept for a night. No, but like, but like not this. (laughs) No. And I've had terrible insomnia and I've not slept for the night, but like two full nights of no sleeping. I, now when I'm thinking back on it, I cannot remember driving myself home from the hospital and getting into bed. You know what's crazy? Like, I, I don't remember getting in the car, driving home, and it was only a five-minute ride. I don't remember that happening. That's crazy and really scary. Yeah. Uh, I actually said to Graham when we got in the car to go home with her, uh, I'm actually so glad he got at least some sleep. Yeah. Because he got I about four hours. Couldn't, I couldn't have driven us yeah. back. Like, Well, and I kept telling him to go to sleep because I knew you were going to be exhausted and there was like a couch and I was like, you go to sleep because you're going to have to be the one doing things when this is over. Right. And he did. And thank God he had a little bit of sleep, even though it was like not enough sleep, obviously, but having those four hours, you know. Yeah. Four hours is okay. I mean, it's bearable. Yeah. So the crazy thing is I get home, I zonked in the bed. I don't know how I got there. I didn't know where I was. It was just like an hour and a half. Like I just couldn't even stand up anymore. And then that night was Seder. And not that I was making Seder, we had a caterer, but like I still have, thankfully I 99% prepared for before. But I have no idea how you did that. Well, I didn't do anything. I know, I just don't know how you went. Right. I went, the caterer was there, everything was already set up from beforehand, prepared, you know, whatever I could prepare before was prepared before, grandma was handling it, all, it was all good. But the fact that I got dressed, went out, talked with everybody, woke up the next morning and went out to play pickleball. And then the last three days, I just can't do anything. I know. I'm so tired. I, like, yeah. I want to go. Me it's too. It's been two beautiful days and I want to go out and do stuff. And I'm like, 
I don't think I can walk down the stairs. Yeah. I don't think I can even go get the mail. I think it's also I'm like so just an adrenaline dump. Like Maybe. I keep telling everybody, I feel like what happened to us was such a high adrenaline situation. And then to have everybody here and to have like th- two days or three days of like constant nonstop attention, people, the baby, the nurse, everything managing, whatever. And then like, I feel like I'm having... Like, I'm having a huge adrenaline dump from, like, all of it. I guess that must be it. I it's think it's so, going to take me, like, a week. I'm, like, you know, yeah. I'm like, dizzy. Yeah. So, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Was it what you no. were imagining? No. No in every way. <laughs> no. Okay, because I got to say, it was Literally pretty much no. what I imagined, except for the length of it. No. I mean, I, there, I was getting nervous. I, I was, like... You know, a lot of people, you said this in one of the podcasts, you said, all you've been hearing from everybody are these like 30 hours. Th- yeah, crazy I kept stories. thinking and it in I my head. And I kept thinking to myself, this isn't, what is she talking about? Like you were my worst labor. You were 16 hours and whatever. But like, I don't know a single person now, that had a good labor. I have never heard of these things going on for two days, but okay. So go ahead. Basically everyone I know had this, had a experience that was similar. And I think it's because you go in thinking it's going to go one way and then it goes a completely different way Mm. you know it you you and they have to like be in the moment and like deal with things as they come so Mm. but also you know it's hard because they were moving us along very slowly because of everything that was going on and it was hard because it was compounded like when I think back on it them pushing that them moving the process along so slowly but then also the fact that the epidural never took. Right. And then I was in so much pain for so long and there was nothing they could really do about it. And there was nothing I could really do about it. And then we were all kind of stuck in this situation where we were like, I guess we're just doing this the way that we're doing it. Yeah. I want to tell you, since I've told a few friends of what went on about your epidural, I, like two people have told me the same thing happened to them. I know people I that this happened to. never heard of that happening to anybody. Yeah. There's something with epidurals. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard to say it's I mean there's nothing that they're going to be able to do it's like an anesthesiologist like it's it's not an exact kind of science like they're doing the best that they can do does it make you feel I know this is a weird question not empowered it's the wrong word but since it happened Mm -hmm. so for our listeners Perry went through most of her labor and most of the major part of her labor and the pushing without an epidural it didn't take natural so (laughs) this is what they call a natural birth (laughs) next time around does it make you more scared for next time around or does it make you feel like well if this happens again obviously I could do it uh it makes me feel like there's nothing that could have probably been worse than what I had already gone through so obviously everything from here on is probably going to be better okay that's a good attitude (laughs) I think that's the only way I can handle it to move forward is to just say um, like I did do it. Uh-huh. Like everyone was pretty shocked when they heard that it was that long and it was with that, with no medication. Like basically everyone was like, I literally cannot believe that you did that. Yeah. And I can't believe it either. Do you remember the pain at all? Um, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> it, yes and no. You like, can't I can, really remember I can't it though. Desc- I, I was trying to describe it for people and I kept saying, it sort of feels like, imagine if you have the worst hangover of your life. And your body is trying to throw up upside down. (laughs) Like you're like out of your, both of your bottoms. Like it's just like (laughs) you're so sick and nauseous. And on top of the fact that like you haven't slept, you're so nauseous. You clearly like overdid it. Uh Now you have to like, now you're having like, you're trying to push, you're like throwing up Mm -hmm. everything out, Mm -hmm. but the other way. Mm. it's just like an impossible 
it's like an impossible thing to think about. And it was so, it, when it was so bad, it was so out of body. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it, it got to like this point where I wasn't even existing. Like I wasn't here. Well, so listen, if I'm, if my questions are too intrusive, then, you know, just put your hand up. That's but fine. like we, we are here in this moment. No, it was we should literally talk about two it. days ago. And it's interesting to get the perspective for me at least. So in the moment, were you at all thinking about her coming like, like I want to get through this because I want to see her or I want to get through this because this is killing me and I got to get it done. It was, it flipped, it flipped a little, mm-hmm. like as the process went on, the, the, what I'll say is the longer it went and the closer we got, mm-hmm. the more I just wanted, like, I just knew this is what it was. So mm-hmm. I was like, let's just, we, it, like it has to be over at some point. Right. That's what I kept thinking. When I was looking at you, people were like, were you so scared? I, I, I wasn't scared. I mean, we did have it's a scare. So funny there was I, always the threat I of the C-section. I wasn't scared at all. And I, also when they said it, I literally, lo- I said to myself, there is literally no way I'm having a C-section. I, I saw your reaction. I knew you were like, I'm not hearing that. No, like, that I literally was like, I'm not having a C-section. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking one, about. That's one really great thing for the most part of your personality. 10% of the time that really gets you into trouble, but 90% of the time, it's a great personality trait to be able to say, I'm not manifesting that. That's not happening. Yeah, no, no way. And I saw that happen to you. And <laughs> I felt the same way too. When she came in and she's like, we're going to have to discuss a C-section. I'm like, no, no we're, we're not. not. <laughs> like, no, we're not. And you know what? When I, and I was looking down at you in like really at the end. And I just, all, I wasn't getting nervous for you because I just felt like, well, this has to be over. Right. I'm like, you like know, at the end, I, was I like, know the outcome of this. Yeah. So, and I think we both knew, like, I think everyone, like you're just, you get to a point and you're like, I, it doesn't even matter what happens. Yeah. Like I'm well, doing it. Like I'm just going to do <laughs> I, it. I want to talk about that too. You know, as a mother, there is a small part of you somewhere back in the back of your head is like, you know, anything could happen. Of course it's like, but I was like, but this is, even though it's hard and it's difficult, it's pretty normal. Yeah. But, um, wait, what, did, what did you just say? And I said, that I'm doing it like that. We're doing it. We're yeah. just doing it. Oh, it, it is what it the is. The thing that cracks me up about you so much is like, forget it. The doctor's like trying to put the cover on you. And you're like, just get that out of here and let's go. <laughs> like, right. let's, who cares? Like I'm laying here with my legs spread out. Do you think that you need to like cover my thighs? Right. I'm no. also like, I don't know. I think I'm just not a, pr- I don't. I'm, but do don't, you know that you did say, don't let Graham look down here? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. I yeah. think honestly, it's all so funny. It's so funny the things that run through your head. Because you had like no shame. You didn't care. I like, don't but, care. But you're like, don't let him look down here. It's just, a, you know, yeah. it's, it was yeah. for him more than for me. <laughs> he saw enough. Yeah. Actually, it was so funny today when we were trying to show Uncle Will. And he was like, no, no, no. I'm yeah. actually okay. And I was like, see? Yeah. It's all fun and games until you're staring you're staring it down. Your niece is <laughs> That's very funny. It's, you know, it was really crazy. What? It was really crazy. So compared to what you were anticipating and what happened, what was the most different part? I don't know. It's hard to say because I really wonder what it would have felt like if I did have the epidural and it did take, and it was sort of not painless, mm-hmm. but like what I felt when it took the first time. Mm-hmm. Like if it took, what that sort of like relaxed feeling of like not having like that urgency. Yeah. And it was really scary. The only thing I'll say is the worst for me was that feeling it. Cause I really hate throwing up uh-huh. and that it's so weird. A lot of people have, listen, nobody likes to throw up, but like 
So, I don't have a thing about no, throwing up. No, I hate I throwing know, up. I know a few people that do, and it's bizarre. And I really don't to like me. that. I really don't like that feeling of like gagging and like I that pressure like in I your stomach that relieved. like crunch. Yeah. Um, and that bear down feeling mm-hmm. was that feeling yeah. to me. Okay. It was like that feeling of like throwing up, but like everything is like tight, so tight. Yeah. And a lot of it felt like that. And it was like, I wasn't scared at all. It's so funny. I wasn't scared at, at all, any point at the entire time, but that part just made me feel so sick. And I was so tired and just like, I think I remember that you're so tired. Like I felt like I couldn't pick you up forward you were getting really heavy and you couldn't pick yourself up to like push and you're so exhausted to do it. And then they're like, you did three and they're like, you have one more in you. You're like, Perry was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't. And it's hard cause you want to have the energy to do it. And yeah. when they're telling you, you have one more in you and then you know, you're going to do more cause there's not, it's not enough. Like you don't, you, I felt like it wasn't enough. Yeah. And then they're continuing to tell you, like, you have it, you have it. And you're like, no, I really don't but it, have and it. The funnier thing to me, too, was prior to this happening, I had said to you, all I remember is saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. And and you were doing the exact same thing. And I was like, what do you mean? So of funny. course you are. Yeah. Here you are. You're doing it. And that, that one, what was her name? Nikki? Yeah. She kept saying, you are doing yeah. it. But it's such a pleasant voice. She's like, you but are you, do- are you are it. doing it. You are doing it. Like, listen, lady. <laughs> it was it was really crazy. Yeah. It's it's so wild to think about it, honestly. I know. The whole thing is like so quick, even though it was it's so, so not. So how do you feel now? You have your baby. You have yeah. your home in your home. Wait, I just, before we get into that, I just want to say, I, and I want to ask you just one thing about it, because I after this, you know, you were there the whole time and you were so active in it. And like, I know I've said this to you, but I want to say it like out loud to everybody that I truly do think that you should be a doula because (laughs) holy shit, I can't tell you how many people I told. And I was like, I not only did like, I feel like you literally were delivering my baby, which was like (laughs) insanity to think about. But like the, and Isabel and I had this conversation before we went to the hospital because we we're like, I feel, she said to me, I feel like mom's going to be really good here. Mm. Like this is a really good space for her to like her, for your personality. I think this was like a good thing for you Mm -hmm. and not, it's not like you exceeded my expectations of what I thought you, how you would handle it, but like you really did. And Mm -hmm. also like, I truly believe that this is maybe your calling to help people (laughs) in the hospital. You like, I've never felt there was like a calm that I had because I knew you were just there Mm -hmm. and it felt so good to just like, I knew I could tell you anything or like be any way and it wouldn't matter. And like, it was very calming. Oh, I appreciate that. I do I'm very say, hormonal. Yes. So. <laughs> I, I, I appreciated so much being included and you know that I asked you prior, I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to step on your toes or be in your space. But yeah. when Graham said to me that he would feel more he comfortable did. if I was there, I, it was really an amazing experience that you gave me. Yeah, I, I just have to wanted thank to you. tell you. I just wanted like to hear your experience of like, like, are you okay? <laughs> yes. Are you kidding? I mean, really? I uh, is something I'll never forget. I was in my gonna whole say. Life. I feel like we're gonna end up telling her like this whole thing one Absolutely. day, or she'll hear this, and it's just like actually crazy that you were there and it participating that much in that way. So I want to say that I prior to you going into labor or knowing that we were going to go into the hospital, I 
I was nervous. I mean, everybody's pregnancies has little things here and there, and it's your child, and yeah. I'm, you're worried. How are they going to handle it? What's going to do? And I kept thinking to myself, it's, it's hard to sit in the waiting room or sit at home and wait, knowing what is going on, but not knowing what is going on. Yeah. And I feel like it was such a blessing to us that... I didn't have to have that anxiety that I was there because I the whole time Everybody I was there, I kept saying was like, to myself, if this was going on with you <laughs> and I was sitting at home and I had no idea and then I was, and then 30 hours, like I know mothers, my friends who went through this with their kids for 20 and 30 hours and God bless all of them for sitting, not ripping their hair out Yeah, because I would have surely been dead. Yeah. Sitting here 30 hours waiting to know what was going on with you. Right. I mean, I got to say the two person rule is pretty good and everyone should have someone if they're, you know, listen, your first choice should be, do you want somebody else there? It's just, some people just want their husband and that's it. But, you know, if you could have a mother, a sister, a great friend, a godmother, a, I, a, 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 a person, person that you know right. would be there. Right. And also I... In our situation, I felt like it was a little relief for Graham that he a didn't little? have to be the be all end all because he wanted to document it a little bit and he wanted to and he be was there for really you. scared for me, yeah. like really scared. Right? He told me I know he was. I could see he was, and I just feel like it's a little pressure off when there's somebody else in there to handle it for you. Right? Like, and to I will say he team. was great. It wasn't like I was like, oh, is he going to keep sending me out to get them? No, he when something was going on and he wanted the nurse, he was pressing the button. He was going out there I wasn't doing I wasn't intruding on totally that. you know but he I, I feel like um I could be there for you in a physical way that he couldn't right and, and I think he knew maybe, I'm sure that there are some husbands that are all into that but yeah. you know still he's mo- a lot most that I know I are not say, most most so, are not and yeah. it's good if you have it and it's okay if you don't yeah oh did I pull something out no here? you're good um, so I, you know, I think it should be the woman's choice. If you want somebody there and, you know, particularly your mother, we're lucky we have a great relationship yeah. and, but you, you can know. have this sort of relationship with anybody in your life. And I think just being able to have somebody that will support you in that way. And I'll also say that there's just a, um, a really interesting, like feminine energy that mm-hmm. comes from have be like doing labor yep. that I think when I looked around at the three people that were there with Graham, Mm -hmm. I I was like, okay, I kind of have like every personality here. Mm -hmm. You know, I have like this nurse that's just like super peppy and like she has a very caring way. I had this like doctor that was very like soft-spoken, calm, cool, collected, but Mm -hmm. like very like business, Mm -hmm. let's do it, Mm -hmm. whatever. I had you obviously and I had him and I was like, I feel like I have every person here that you would need to do this to be supported properly. And like the fact that it was all women, I think labor is a very feminine Mm -hmm. experience. Well, the other thing is, I think I didn't realize till now because, and I want to say this in the right (laughs) way. I know what you're going to say. The look you had in your eyes when you were looking at me, when your pain was so bad, was you, I knew you felt safe because I was there. Yeah. I knew you felt like nothing's going to go wrong because my mom is here and she won't let anything go wrong. And it's true. I feel like it's important now. It's, it's important to have that. Yeah. 
And if that means an extra person or a different person with you or whatever, you should have the ability to have that. I don't like, you know, in olden days, there were such rules. Don't come in, can't come at this time, blah, blah, blah. Why is that? What is because it's a pain in the neck for the nurses and people are coming and going. I don't care. Guess what? This is a once, twice, three times in a lifetime thing. It's so big. You should feel and have as safe as possible. Feel safe. Yeah. I, I really think that. Listen, to some people, maybe it would be an annoyance or a bother or, you know, it just depends on the personalities. But, like, for a lot of people, it it, it could be great. Yeah, I felt very, very happy yeah. to have everybody. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so it's great now. So now you're home, and how do you feel? Good. Really relieved and we just wanted to get out of the hospital so bad. Yeah. We like basically ran out of the hospital. They were like, do you want, are you sure? We were like, get us out of here. <laughs> yeah. And well, I'm, you're lucky. Everything was good. So you're I'm able so to much go. happier you feel to be home. I feel good. I, I will say it's, and I said this to everybody today, you know, it's so crazy because you go through the pregnancy and like you, you're, you have so much information about mm. pregnancy and they, there's so many things and there's so many helpful tips and things you can do and 25 steps to make your pregnancy better and your labor easier and yeah and you and Graham are readers right and so like both readers and you read a lot of stuff right so of course we did Mm -hmm. and like of course everything that I did I was doing knowing there was 10 articles that told me to do the opposite thing (laughs) and that's funny right and you don't do you do all this stuff and you prep as best as you feel like you can and I will say for however bad the labor was to be able to come home and feel physically as good as I do, mm-hmm. I know was just strictly because of the things that I did while I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and said exercise was the main thing. It was, and I would have listen I, before I had you. I had ne- I didn't exercise zero percent, and I was awful after you. Yeah. My body was not prepared in any way to do that, and I was young. Right, I came home and I was garbage for a week. And I'll say the. F- I feel like I could walk. I like, know. I'm, it's unbelievable I'm so to me. Fine. And like, it's more obviously, like, I'm just so tired and exhausted mm-hmm. from dealing with it and then having everybody here, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But the physical, um, honestly, like, pretty great. Yeah. Uh, could have been way worse. And I was expecting way worse because <laughs> I, all I heard was horror stories. Yeah. And everyone was telling me, like, what to buy to prepare for, like, this horror of, like, you Coming just home. being like, a human just cut up bag of like <laughs> stuff and I and I really don't feel like that and I think everyone keeps call, like when I call everybody they're like are you okay mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm actually like physically I'm f- totally fine yeah I'm like really 80 percent that's good I really feel great. totally fine it's, so let's talk about something else interesting sure about maybe like a week or two ago, you called me up and you said to me, you know, everybody's telling me they put the baby on you and you feel, oh, and hmm. you're so in love and it's amazing and blah, blah, and what, whatever. And you said to me, I'm worried. What if like, that's not the case? Yeah. And I said to you, that's not going to be the case. Sure. I'm like, believe me, when you see what you're going to go through, <laughs> you're going to be You like, don't care what it is. You love it. It's, it's just, it's just, you know. It's, it's a weird moment. Listen, I, maybe there are people out there that immediately are like, oh my God, wonderful. But for me, I, you know, I was in pain and I was in good shape and Mm -hmm. I, you know, whatever was like, oh yeah, yeah, this is nice. Now can I rest please? And it was interesting for me to see in the immediate moment they took her out, they put her right on you. Yeah. And then they were like, 
do you want to stay with her? Because sometimes I guess they'll let the baby stay on you and they'll fix you up while the baby is staying on you. But you, you know, just had it rough and you didn't, you were like, no, take her and let me like finish my business over here. How did you feel about that? I felt good. Yeah. I just, I think I just needed a minute. I think so. I just needed a minute. And you felt okay to do it because we had discussed it beforehand. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? It's, it's really an emotional and like, it was very chaotic. Mm -hmm. And in the moment, I think I just, I just needed a second for myself to like deal with what had just happened. Mm -hmm. And I knew if they took, when they took her, that Graham would go and be over there and like have a minute too. Mm -hmm. And I also felt like he went through like a, his whole separate wildness of like watching the whole thing. So I think it was maybe easier for me to just sort of pass the the responsibility for like one second Mm -hmm. to him to like not bring her like into like the whole situation, but to be there first. He had a moment with her. Just let him have it Mm -hmm. because I think it's, everything and it's funny we said it now on the way home from the pediatrician you know he it's hard for men to like have this connection as much as they can Mm -hmm. because they're not dealing with it she's breastfeeding for me we're having like a bond Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. and he doesn't get to be a part of that as much because of just like the fact that he doesn't do those things right so I feel like I'm happy I gave him that minute Mm -hmm. and also like he does do things here and he does take her and he holds her and he Somebody should create you know, whatever. like a. They know, they have it. They do like nipples that men put on. It's like a sling thing. where the bottle like sits here, oh. and you can just like have the bottle here, and you can do it like that. Yeah, um, it's the same thing as holding it. Yeah, that's so funny. So I do want to uh, say out loud that I was pleasantly surprised at Graham's immediate emotion immediate Oof. immediate the baby was out up in the air I turned to look at him and <laughs> he was rolling in tears I mean I think that he was unprepared for yeah how how connected he was gonna feel totally. in the whole process and I think he we tried really hard to you know include him in every mm-hmm. aspect of it and I still think you know for as hard as it is it's pretty good I think for the next time, he's going to be so excited because now that, you know, the unaware is always very nerve wracking. Yes. But now that he knows, I think the next time he's going to be like, holy cow, yeah, let's get it going and ready for totally. it. Yeah. I totally agree. And I, I don't know. I just, I think it's so interesting about like the connection that you have to the baby mm-hmm. immediately because I feel like everything is very chaotic in the beginning and you're just like such a emotional wreck Mm -hmm. dealing with like what has just gone on to you what got went on with your partner what went on with this baby and then to like you have to nurture it and like feed it and care for it and you your whole life is like turned upside down Mm -hmm. and it's all focused on that tiny person Mm -hmm. and it is so it's it there is such a strong bond that you get immediately Mm -hmm. um but it's also like you know it's sort of this interesting spectrum of like, you're so connected to this person, but they're also just like, they're just eating, sleeping, 
and pooping going to the bathroom <laughs> and that's it and, and that, like that's, that's a lot all, to be in charge of can right. you imagine how much work it takes just to take care of a little peanut and that's, all that's that it doing is. three things right <laughs> and that's all that it is and it's all that it has been for like the last couple days mm. so it's just like you do you have like an emotional connection to the thing that like you're just doing these routine things with yeah like extremely deeply mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's just like, it's a very wild situation. Mm -hmm. And it's funny for me. See, you're a pretty in charge person. And usually you're the boss of your situation. Yeah. But this was a little bit different immediately after when, after you delivered the placenta and you were feeling okay. And they put the baby on you and like I sort of stepped away. I don't know if you noticed. And and you and Graham were sitting by the hot. Graham was sitting by the hospital bed. The baby was on you. You were having her on you for like a yeah. while. And um, I could see you formulating in your head. Like I want to get to the room. I want to be with yeah. my baby alone. I could literally see these thoughts in your head as you were there. And I looked at the two of you, and I was like, Oh, they're parents now. Yeah, interesting. Like, it just a everyone switch keeps saying that it's in so one funny. second. I was like, "That's it. You got." You know, I said, "Do you want me to come back and help you?" No, we got it. We want our time. We want to, you know, be in the room and have our moment alone. Don't let anyone come to the hospital and visit us. Yeah, and you know what? I I could just see your protectiveness, and it, like that was it. Not, you know, you. You felt immediate responsibility. Totally. And, it do, and it's weird how, it's funny. I said to somebody, like, it's like weird because everything changes and somehow everything is the same. Mm-hmm. Everything is the same. Like, it's totally the same, except everything is not. Yeah, correct. <laughs> it's and, a totally different situation. Yeah. I said, I like woke up early one morning and I was just like looking at this apartment and I was like, it's weird how something that is something I've had is a totally different thing now. This <laughs> apartment like is a totally things in here right like, now. There's a totally different apartment here now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's so weird, but it's great. I cannot believe it. Right. And like, it's funny because even like thinking about it so much just makes me so tired thinking about it because mm-hmm. it was so much. Yeah. I think I'll be different in, I think I'll be different. I just need like a week well, or two. It's been like two days. You yeah. have to like, I, I have to thank you for doing this today because really. <laughs> I think I'll forget well, all of it if I don't do it today. <laughs> That's true. I kind of wanted to do it because it was so fresh, but you know, it you, you'll be, you really need this week to like just recuperate and I then know. you'll, you know, you're lucky you have a baby nurse here so you can take another week or two to like function, get yourself together because once she leaves, you'll be back in a harried situation, but I think it'll be okay. Then the baby's a little bit bigger and you get the hang of what you're doing. I mean, yeah. 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 And I do want to say on air for the record, absolute cutest, the sweetest <laughs> with the juiciest lips, so calm and amazing. A plus baby. Mm-hmm. A plus baby. <laughs> That's what the doctor said. That's what we're going to call her. The A plus baby. So. All right. That's the gist of it. So I have nothing to look forward to. <laughs> That's not true. I look forward to being here every single day, kissing those I little I was just going to say, I want to have on air also that, um, you know, it was really magical to have like Papa here to oh, hold her yes. and whatever. Um, and I was so looking forward to him like being here and meeting her and whatever. And it was so magical and like wonderful and whatever. And I, I got a call from him last night and he gets on the phone with me and Graham. We're on speaker and he 
I'm not kidding. Like, first of all, he's like was saying so many amazing things about her and whatever, which is like just unbelievable. Yeah, to me because to he's not because he's able not very to communicate like, that strongly. That's strongly. Then he all the called time. me on the phone from his phone, so I was like, I knew this was like a big deal. So he, pe- I, we pick up the phone and we're saying hi and whatever. He's asking us how we're doing and everything. I told him it's fine, and he said to he said to me and to Graham. Um, that he is very, very happy with his order and he'd like another. <laughs> he just wanted to let us know that he's very pleased with his order. You good, You gave him a good job. I said, good no job. problem. I'll just, let me recuperate for a couple days. That's so funny. Very uh, sweet. You've been on his mind and he felt very lucky to be here to see this. Unbelievable. You know, not a lot of people get great grandchildren. So that is really a blessing. Totally. Very happy to give it to him and uh, very happy. He's to, been waiting. He's been waiting. Yeah, he's been patient. So I, you know, it's just been, it's wild. Very wild. Yeah. All and, right. And that's it. It's like funny, the uh, Jen, the nurse, she keeps saying, you know, this is what's happening this week and then next week will be a totally different thing. Oh, yeah. And I think like nothing is more like apropos mm-hmm. for like us doing this every week now and like seeing what will go on is like something different will happen next week. Absolutely. And we'll just talk about it next week. Well, actually, next week I'm away. So we're right. probably going to have a pause, which is good. I think because so. Because when we get back together. We'll and have a lot of stuff we'll, to tell. We'll, it will be totally different. And it'll be interesting to know how two weeks makes a difference. Yeah. Awesome. And on that note. Yeah. Well, I am looking forward to every day with your baby. Thank you. My granddaughter. I know. <laughs> Vienna Jude. She's a sweet, sweet girl. Yes. All right. Ready for the deep breath? We yeah. really need it. I agree. One, two, three. Now push. (laughs) You have one more left in you. (laughs) Love you. Love you. Hot topics, hotter flashes, the 